Hey guys, this is Coach Peter. In this episode of the Wellness and High Performance Podcast, you're going to learn how to fuel your body optimally to maximize your performance when you're at the gym so that you can maximize your valuable training time. Before we get to that, I would like to remind you that if you have benefited from these actionable things that I'm giving to you in this podcast, you can support the podcast and show that you've been benefiting by hitting the like button, hitting the subscribe button, and leaving a rating and a review on whatever platform you're consuming this information from, whether you're watching it on YouTube or whether you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to do that. So this topic of really what we're talking about today is going to be nutrient timing and then what kind of nutrients should you give your body to maximize your performance in the gym. And this topic's been covered at length in the Leaner Stronger Experience, which is a 18-week coaching experience. Me and Teresa are running this experience together. We've taken the first group of individuals ever through this experience. And right now, we are on week 14 out of 18. And this nutrient timing and how to fuel your performance in the gym has been a really important topic, especially now that we're on the latter part of the program when we're on a calorie deficit phase. So in particular, when you're in a calorie deficit and you're giving your body less energy by definition, now it becomes even more important to really give your body the right nutrients at the right time so that you can still train really hard even though you are going to be in a calorie deficit and in a little bit deprived state. The goal of training really is to stimulate the body to create adaptations. When talking about gym training, these adaptations are increased muscle size, increased strength, increased endurance, becoming more explosive, becoming faster, becoming more aerobically fit. These are the big ticket items that we're looking to gain from our resistance training. How does fueling your body relate to this? Well, if we can give your body the right nutrients at the right time before training, now you are going to be able to perform better at the gym and that is going to allow you to give your body a bigger stimulus to respond to and that is going to lead to more adaptations from that training session. And on the after the training session, as you're about to learn out, learn that is extremely important for beginning the recovery process optimally so that you are going to be getting the most out of your hard work when you are training. The overall goal of nutrient timing and fueling your performance when you train is to provide the body to correct nutrients and avoid any kind of gastric distress while doing so. And what are the nutrients that our body needs to perform and recover optimally from training? Well, if we're trying to increase muscle mass, increase strength, we're going to we're trying to increase you know muscle protein synthesis. We're trying to increase the size of our contractile proteins and even develop some new contractile proteins in our muscles. And in order to do that, we need to number one, train to give our body the stimulation to do that. 
But number two is to provide our body with the building blocks, meaning the amino acids, which are going to be the building blocks for this new protein that you're going to be building after your training session. So it actually is really important to already give your body protein even before you go into the gym so that now when you are in the gym, now you already have those building blocks circulating in your bloodstream and they're going to find their way into the muscle tissue that you use during the training session much, much quicker. So by ingesting protein prior to training, you are in fact already accelerating the recovery process after the fact. And then after the fact, now it's really important to again eat a meal that's high in protein to really keep supplying the body those building blocks for that new contractile protein and contractile muscle fibers. So we've got one. We've got that we must include protein in our pre-workout and in our post-workout meal because this is going to start optimizing our recovery. Now, what about our performance? Well, it turns out that carbohydrates are the preferred fuel source for our muscles and for our nervous system. So this is really interesting because when you eat carbohydrates before the training session, that those carbohydrates are going to be turned into glucose and that glucose is going to be used by your nervous system and by your brain when you exercise. But what about your muscles? If the glucose that you consume through dietary carbohydrates before training is going to be used for your brain and your nervous system, where are the muscles getting the glucose that they are using for, for training. And it turns out that after you train, when you ingest carbohydrates, now that glucose is going to be stored in your muscle cells as glycogen. So glycogen is carbohydrate plus water. And what's interesting about glycogen is that once this glucose has been stored into your muscle cell in the form of glycogen, it cannot be taken away from that muscle by any other way other than contracting that muscle again. So therefore, the pre-workout meal for your muscles is actually the meal that you have after your last workout ended. Let me put that another way. When you eat a meal that's high in carbohydrates before you train, those carbohydrates are going to be used to fuel your performance in the gym. And then when you eat a meal that's high in carbohydrates after the fact, now those carbohydrates are again going to be used mostly for the, your performance next time you go to the gym. Of course, some are going to be going to feel your recovery from the training session that you've just done, but actually you're also already preparing for your next training session. So now we've got two principles at hand. We know that we want to consume protein before training, and we know that we want to consume carbohydrates before training, and also we want to consume protein and carbohydrates after your training session is finished as well. 
What about fat? Well, it turns out that digestion of fats takes a long time and digesting fats is actually going to slow down your digestion. So now if you ate a meal that was high in protein, carbohydrates and fats, well, now the digestion and assimilation of those nutrients is going to slow down. So chances are that that food is just going to be sitting in your stomach and you're much more likely to experience some kind of nausea or any other kind of gastric distress while you're training. And remember, our principle was that we want to fuel your performance without causing any gastric distress. So therefore, it is a very prudent idea to not consume foods that are high in fat before your resistance training. Now, what about after your training session has finished? Well, now again, we want to provide the body with quick energy to get the recovery process going. So if we have a meal that's higher in fats, again, that's going to slow down the digestion, absorption and assimilation of nutrients from the food that you eat. And it's going to slow down your recovery process. So now we've got three principles at hand. Number one, we want to consume protein before training and after training. Number two, we want to consume carbohydrates before and after training. Number three, we do not want to slow down the digestion by consuming fats. So now this is going to influence our protein sources. That means that it's a really good idea to consume leaner protein sources in your pre-workout and in your post-workout meal. So that's going to be like, you know, chicken breast, white fish, turkey breast, it's going to be whey protein or any kind of other protein powder. That's a really good idea to put that either before your training session into your pre-workout meal or after your training session into your post-workout meal. Now, we also know that we don't want to slow down the digestion now, so that's going to influence our carbohydrate source because that's why it's advantageous to choose carbohydrates that are a little bit more simple, that are not so fibrous, you know, things like rice, even cereal, some types of bread, fruit, fruits, different types of spreads. Now these become really good choices before training and after training. And then you want to save your more complex carbohydrates, you know, things like oatmeal, potatoes, sweet potatoes, vegetables to outside of the training session. So the same thing goes for vegetables, like before training session, you necessarily don't want to have a ton of fiber and a ton of broccoli or any other type of vegetable sitting in your gut. But it might be a good idea to have that pre and post workout meal be a little bit slimmer in terms of greens and in, in particular very fibrous greens and then making sure that you are still getting those fibrous greens and the vegetables in the other meals in your day. So these are the biggest hitters from when it comes to maximizing your performance and your recovery in the gym. Now, a question that often comes up is like, well, what if I can't do that for one reason or another? Like, what if I, I, I simply like, uh, I just can't do it for a reason or another and something happens. Does that mean that my time is completely wasted when you go to the gym? Well, absolutely 
not. These things all belong to the hierarchy of importance. And in the hierarchy of importance, if your goal is to improve anything related to your body composition, the following impor importance applies. So on the bottom of the pyramid, we have calories. Calories literally account for 50% of your progress when it comes to body composition. Are you in the correct calorie balance to suit your goal? So that's the bottom 50% of the pyramid of importance. The next one after that is going to be macronutrient breakdown, and that's going to be about 20%. So that's like, you know, are you consuming the correct amount of protein, fat, and carbohydrate within your total day. The next 10% after that is nutrient timing. So now that's what we're talking about here. So literally, if you get 50%, 70%, and now only 10% is the nutrient timing. So although it is a very important for maximizing your performance and really maximizing your results and making sure that you don't feel like crap when you're training, but that you can absolutely crush it. Still, it's only 10% of the total importance, which would be 100%. Because, and then at the top of the pyramid, we have 10%, which is food composition, which is like, are you consuming organic or non-organic food? So that's a pretty small, small percentage point compared to these other bigger hitters that we have in the, in the hierarchy of importance. And then at the very top of the pyramid, we've got hydration, 5%. And vibration, sorry, supplement 5%. So that's funny. Like, if you think about like how most people apply these things, they've basically flipped the pyramid completely upside down. What is the supplement that I can take? Oh, yeah, I've consumed my enough water today. I'm going to absolutely crush it. Like, yeah, those things are important. In particular, hydration is important for your, your performance in the gym, too. But at the same time, if you haven't, if you're not in the correct calorie balance, if you're not consuming the correct portions of macronutrients in the day, it literally doesn't matter what you do at the top of the pyramid if the bottom of the pyramid isn't checked out. So how does that apply to our conversation here regarding nutrient timing and in particular the importance of nutrient timing? The total bigger picture is the most important thing. This is the biggest takeaway that I want you to take from this whole episode, is that the big picture is always more important than the small window. One bad meal is not going to make you fat. One good meal is not going to make you shredded. One good training session is not going to make you shredded. One bad or skipping a training session here and there is not going to, you know, nothing's gonna to happen to your results. It's the average over time, when you zoom out, it's the average over time that's always the thing that's driving the show and that's going to manifest itself as your health and as your body composition. So what that means is that as long as your bigger picture daily thing is, is checked out, you're getting the correct amount of calories and you're getting the correct amount of macronutrients, well then, the nutrient timing, you know, it's still kind of important, but if you miss it every now and then, if you can't get a meal that's high in protein and carbohydrates and low in fat before and after your training session, that's not really a big deal. The bigger picture is more important, but 
if you are someone who is really looking to maximize your valuable training time and if you want to feel as good as you can and if you want to really improve your performance to any meaningful degree, nutrient timing becomes much, much more important. So to do a bit of a recap of our principles, number one, before and after training, you want to consume a meal that's high in protein and high in simple carbohydrates and low in fats. And then you want to consume the fattier cuts of protein elsewhere in the day. And you want to consume most of your complex carbohydrates like potatoes, sweet potatoes, fiber, fibrous foods like vegetables elsewhere in the day to avoid slowing down of digestion and simulation of nutrients so that you can fuel your performance in the gym and you can fuel your performance sorry you can fuel your recovery after your training session is finished and a really good way to think about it is that the meal that you have before your training session is the meal that's fueling your performance today in the gym and the meal that you have after your training session when well, now you're already laying down the foundation for your next training session when you train the next time and if you'd like more support with regards to how to go about your training and your nutrition, I would like to recommend and I would like to remind you that I have a free resource for that because I have a seven day free meal plan, a seven day free training program, a seven day shopping list and 10 delicious nutritious recipes to give you if you just go to coachbooter.com slash free guide. So this is the seven day Kickstarter program, Body Transformation Kickstarter program that's been, been developed by myself and my beautiful partner, Coach Teresa West. We've had some great feedback from this resource and I hope that it's also going to benefit from you. Let me know how you go with it. Don't hesitate to ask questions if you have any problems with it. So I hope you got a few actionable points from this episode and I would love to hear how you go with implementing these things. And don't hesitate to send me a message on at Coach Peter on Instagram or hello at Coach Peter on, on my email if you have any questions or if you just want to share how you're going with implementing these things. You're also more than welcome to comment on YouTube or wherever else you're consuming this information from. If you found this information useful and you know of someone else who you think would also benefit from it, would you please do them and me a favor and share this episode with them. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I'm going to see you in the next episode. This is Coach Pure. Let's do this.